I woke up thinking, apple cider vinegar. Granted, that's an odd thought for the first thing in the morning. Or is it? Last week, I blogged about the benefits of drinking lemon juice in a glass of water first thing in the morning. Okay, you've read the blog, you know that. What you may not know is that the blog is posted on a multitude of Facebook chronic illness sites. A reader on one of these sites commented on the blog. I don't remember exactly what she said, but it had something to do with her taking apple cider vinegar every day to help keep her body in alkaline balance. Ah, now that first thought of the day today is starting to make sense. Monday is blog day for me. It looks like my mind was providing me with a topic for today's blog. I'll bet the first question you have is why she would want to help keep her body in alkaline balance. Let's do a little backtracking to answer that question. As per last week's blog, Dr. Johnny Bowden, a nutritionist and health author, tells us, having a healthy alkaline balance helps fight germs. No contest, I'm sure we all want to do that. I know, I know, now you'd like to know why alkaline balance, as opposed to acidic body chemistry, does that. I do, too. An article on MedIndia, a respected medical site, at http colon slash slash www.medindia.net slash patient slash lifestyle and wellness slash alkaline diet.htm explains this. A pH of less than 7 is acidic and a pH of more than 7 is alkaline, water being neutral with pH equals 7. Since one of the most important measurements of health is the pH of the body fluids, it is very important to have an acid-base balance. Any imbalance, especially those leaning towards acidic, could be associated with health disorders including obesity, tiredness, premature aging, heart disease, diabetes and cancer. Reminder, the pH of a solution is a measure of the molar concentration of hydrogen ions in the solution and as such is a measure of the acidity or basicity of the solution. Thank you, hyperphysics at http colon slash slash hyperphysics.phyaster.xu.edu slash base slash chemical slash ph.html for the definition. Did you catch diabetes in the Med India quote? That is the number one cause of chronic kidney disease. This is what I wrote about that in my first CKD book What Is It and How Did I Get It? Early Stage Chronic Kidney Disease. In fact, the US has the highest rate of CKD with 210 people per million having it, and two-thirds of those cases caused by diabetes or HBP. And that was back in 2011. Two-thirds of 210 people per million, and we don't know how many of them develop CKD from HBP, or diabetes. Taking no chances, I'll opt for alkaline balance in my body, even though I already have chronic kidney disease. Next question. How does apple cider vinegar help keep a body in alkaline balance? Let's go back to last week's blog again. Body ecology at http colon slash slash bodyecology.com slash articles slash acidic foods and acid forming foods do you know the difference had exactly what I needed. To clear up some of the confusion. Acidic and alkaline describe the nature of food before it is eaten. Acidifying foods and acid forming foods are the same, making the body more acidic. Alkalizing foods and alkaline-forming foods are the same, making the body more alkaline. Alright then, we get it that something acidic, like vinegar, could actually be alkaline once it's ingested. And we understand that an alkaline balance can keep us healthier. But we have CKD. Is apple cider vinegar something we can take? Kidney Hospital China at http colon slash slash www.kidneyhospitalkina.org slash ckd healthy living slash 961.html was helpful here, although I am still leery of websites that offer online doctor advice. They maintain that it can lower your blood pressure, a good thing since high blood pressure is not only a cause of CKD, but also can make it worse. They also consider it an anti-inflammatory, 
although I'm beginning to wonder if all alkaline foods are. Then they mention it helps prevent colds and removes toxins in the blood. Both will help relieve some of the kidney's burden. This warning was the first I'd seen in all the blogs and natural eating sites I perused for information about today's topic. And it comes from Kidney Hospital China. Apple cider vinegar is high in potassium and phosphorus, so kidney disease patients who have high potassium and high phosphorus levels in blood need to avoid the intake of the drinks. In the book of blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 1, I referred to an article entitled Vegetarian Diet Helps Kidney Disease Patients Stay Healthy in order to point out why we need to keep our phosphorus levels low. Individuals with kidney disease cannot adequately rid the body of phosphorus, which is found in dietary proteins and is a common food additive. Kidney disease patients must limit their phosphorus intake, as high levels of the mineral can lead to heart disease and death. In the book of blogs, Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 2, I succinctly reminded us why we want to watch our potassium intake. But isn't potassium good for you? After all, it does help the heart, muscles, and our beloved kidneys function normally as well as dumping wastes from our cells. Here's the kicker, an excess of potassium can cause irregular heartbeat and even heart attack. All in all, I think this might be a go. Do talk it over with your nephrologist or renal dietitian before you start on a regimen of apple cider vinegar. I only research, they've been to medical school. By the way, many of these sites talked about the pleasing taste of this drink. I may have to try it just to see if any drink containing vinegar tastes good. I have not forgotten that I promised to give you the link to the most recent podcast. I had thought the topic was going to be my chronic kidney disease awareness advocacy, but the skillful interviewer, Mike G. managed to cover every aspect of my life. Until next week. Keep living your life.